from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of this daily televised Mass on this feast of St. Agnes. I am Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from an anonymous donor from Vancouver, British Columbia. The Mass is being offered in loving memory of Auntie Ruby Chung from her family in Vancouver, British Columbia. We know that this televised Mass brings meaning to the lives of tens of thousands of Canadians across our land and around the world. And they join me in thanking the donor from British Columbia for the gift of this Mass. And so now, as we begin this Eucharist, let us ask the Lord, the God of mercy and compassion, through the intercession of St. Agnes, a fourth-century martyr, to intercede for us. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, who chose what is weak in the world to confound the strong, mercifully grant that we who celebrate the heavenly birthday of your martyr, Saint Agnes, we may follow her constancy and faith through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Saul took 3,000 chosen men out of all Israel and went to look for David and his men in the direction of the rocks of the wild goats. He came to the sheepfolds beside the road where there was a cave, and Saul went in to relieve himself. Now David and his men were sitting in the innermost parts of the cave. The men of David said to him, Here is the day of which the Lord said to you, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you shall do to him as it seems good to you. Then David went and stealthily cut off a corner of Saul's cloak. Afterward, David was stricken to the heart because he had cut off a corner of Saul's cloak. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to raise my hand against him, for he is the Lord's anointed. So David scolded his men severely and did not permit them to attack Saul. Then Saul got up and left the cave and went on his way. Afterwards, David also rose up and went out of the cave and called after Saul, My Lord, the King! When Saul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the ground and did obeisance. David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the words of those who say, David seeks to do you harm. This very day your eyes have seen how the Lord gave you into my hand in the cave, 
and some urged me to kill you, but I spared you. I said, I will not raise my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, see the corner of your cloak in my hand, for by the fact that I cut off the corner of your cloak and did not kill you, you may know for certain that there is no wrong or treason in my hands. I have not sinned against you, though you are hunting me to take my life. May the Lord judge between me and you. May the Lord avenge me on you, but my hand shall not be against you. As the ancient proverb says, Out of the wicked comes forth wickedness, but my hand shall not be against you. Against whom has the king of Israel come out? Whom do you pursue? A dead dog, a single flea. May the Lord therefore be judge and give sentence between me and you. May he see to it and plead my cause and vindicate me against you. When David had finished speaking these words to Saul, Saul said, Is this your voice, my son David? Saul lifted up his voice and wept. He said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have repaid me good, whereas I have repaid you evil. Today you have explained how you have dealt well with me, in that you did not kill me when the Lord put me into your hands. For who was ever found an enemy and sent the enemy safely away? So may the Lord reward you with good for what you have done to me this day. Now I know that you shall surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in your hand. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh God, 
creation he has entrusted to us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went up the mountain and called to him those whom he had wanted, and they came to him. And he appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles. They were to be with him and to be sent out to proclaim the message and to have authority to cast out demons. So Jesus appointed the twelve. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, Andrew and Philip, James and John, James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges, that is, the sons of thunder, and Andrew and Philip, and Bartholomew and Matthew, and Thomas and James the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who was to betray him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Old Testament has got a lot of very humorous stories, and our story of David and Saul is one of them. It also has a tragic element about it. I would like to speak about it, but there's not very much time. But here we have a story of how David would refuse to kill Saul because Saul was anointed, anointed, marked by God, sealed by God. You just do not touch these persons. Now, it's difficult for us to understand that in 2022 because our attitude today is make sure that you destroy your enemy before your enemy destroys you. And, you know, one could speak about forgiveness and one could speak about the respect for holy people and respect for people of authority, but that would take us too long and too far. Coming to the gospel, we have the call of the apostles. Now, in Mark's gospel, you have two calls. We heard the last call only a week ago when Jesus was walking by the shores of Galilee and he saw the fishermen Peter and his brother Andrew, James and John. And they were fishing in an informal situation. And Jesus simply says, come, follow me. Jesus does not give them a timetable. Jesus does not give them the reason for calling them, except to say, I will make you fishers of men, whatever that would mean and whatever that would, they would understand. But it was an informal situation and he simply calls them at their place of work. Now Mark puts a different situation and a different um, scenario altogether. It is more formal, it's more solemn. Jesus takes his place on a mountain. A mountain is a place where a rabbi, a teacher, a person of authority would come and stand. 
He would look down on the people, not in the sense of arrogance, but that was where he was expected to stand when he was teaching something of importance, when he had to give a lesson that was worthwhile listening to. And now Jesus was going to do something very important. He was going to invite men to take a stand with him, which would change their entire life. In Luke's gospel, we are told he spent the whole night in prayer. And after spending the night in prayer, he went and chose the apostles. And even Jesus got it wrong. After spending a night in prayer, he chose Judas, who was to betray him. But now he's got a different stand altogether. He calls them. How does he call them? He calls them within a faith community. They are people who believe in him. They are people who listen to him. And he simply points out and says, Peter and Andrew and James and John and Philip. He calls them, but he does not force them. He invites them. And there is a total different attitude at this time. His call is not to follow him. His call is to stand beside him. His call is to, for them to be his companions in his ministry. He has understood what his ministry is. In ministry, as we hear in Luke's chapter 4, the Spirit of the Lord has come down upon me. He has sent me to bring the good news to the poor, to make blind see, to make the deaf hear, to make the lame leap like lambs, to set the captives free and to have the good news preached to the poor. Now that is in Luke's gospel, but in Mark now, he simply calls them, he makes them stand next to him, and he gives them the same authority that he himself has. And his only proclamation to them is that they should go out and preach the good news. But he does not stop over there. Jesus also gives them the power that they will use later on the power to cast out demons. And in Mark's gospel, this is a very important part of the ministry. In the whole of Mark's gospel, we will hear Jesus constantly exorcising the demons. The whole proclamation of God's kingdom was to put the devil, to put the demon in his corner, to control his power and authority over other people. And so this is the only thing that they are told they have to do, uh, given power to do is to control the demons, though they will also do the other works that Jesus do does, and where we hear the whole of Galilee and the whole of Jerusalem would come to see him. Jesus gives them this power, and he calls them. Now, did Jesus call more than 12? Most likely he did. We are not told who they are. We are told in one place, Jesus called a rich man and said, if you want to follow me, sell everything and come and follow me. So there might have been people that were called. We have never heard about them and we will never hear about them. But you and I have been called in the same way as these apostles at the time of our baptism to go out and proclaim the good news so that as it, is on earth, as it is in heaven, so on the earth will the will of the Father be done. The, today, the reason for being called is the same. 
the method will have to change according to your talents and mine. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we pray together? For the church, a sign of God's continuing presence among us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those in our daily televised mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intention book, especially for peace in their family, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our sponsor from British Columbia and for all others who have sponsors its daily televised mass that goes all over the world. For them, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For married people experiencing the joys and challenges of shared life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an increase of vocation to priestly and religious life, especially for good and solid formation, among the apostles and among all of us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your gifts that you have given us. We thank you for the apostles, and we thank you for the courage of our saint of today, Ag Saint Agnes, Virgin and Martyr. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we have this wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Lord God, be pleased to accept these gifts that we offer to you with humble and with contrite hearts. Pray, my sisters, my brothers, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands. Praise the glory of his name. the all his holy church. May the offerings we bring in celebration of the blessed Virgin and Martyr, Saint Agnes, win your gracious acceptance, O Lord, just as the struggle of her suffering and passion was pleasing to you through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your heart. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, for the blood of your blessed martyr, Saint Agnes, poured out like Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvelous works by which in our weakness you perfect your power and on the feeble bestow strength to bear witness to you through Christ our Lord. And so with the powers of heaven and we worship you constantly on earth and before your majesty without end, we acclaim.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring it to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Thomas our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, and all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostle, with Saint Agnes, and with all the saints who have done, pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever.
Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And wherever you are, share that sign of peace and friendship. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who bestowed on blessed Saint Agnes a crown of among the saints for a twofold triumph of virginity and martyrdom, Grant through the power of the sacrament that bravely overcoming every evil, we may attain the glory of heaven through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass has been celebrated. Go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. <laughs>